say, these atheists say that once this kind of Christian ethics were removed from the secular sphere, we've seen how a culture of selfishness has taken its place. And when we all become selfish, our culture becomes cold and fundamentally cold. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Missy Montgomery, and today I'm joined over the phone across the pond, believe it or not, with Hannah Herland. How are you doing today, Hannah? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Of course. Now, Hannah, you have a pretty impressive resume here. We'll just uh, read a few things here. You're an historian of religions. You're an author and founder and host of the Herland Report. That keeps you pretty busy, I imagine. Yes, I am, and we're doing quite very well here in, in, in Europe on these issues. There's a number of issues that needs to be addressed that uh, very often is not addressed by the mainstream media. So we're trying to cover some of those issues, and one of those issues really is the need for the respect for believers, because that's what we see many times in the media uh, that tends not to be the case, and it's very important in a time like ours with uh, so many cultural clashes and uh, racial clashes and so much division and wars, we need to refocus on the spiritual truth that will bring us back to love one another, and that's really something we need more of in the world today. Uh, you know, I couldn't agree more with you there, Hannah. And uh, I want to, you know, you talk about, you address these issues that the media isn't addressing. And you are the founder and host of the Herland Report. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about how that came about and kind of what the impact that has been? Well, it's been a problem. For example, in the United States, over 90% of the American media is owned by six corporations. Uh, which means it's very easy to control the flow of information that you get from these outlets. Uh, and uh, when we see how economy and, and the capitalist system is connected into who owns what, we see that many times we're not that democratic anymore. And when you look at, for example, the percentage of believers uh, in, in, in Europe, you have over 75% in Europe believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. When you look to the United States, I believe it's as high as over 80%. So this reflects that in the population, in the people itself, you have a high degree of interest in spiritual matters. Yet we see in the mainstream media doesn't reflect these interests at all. And many times we see how people are harassed, they're laughed at for being spiritual and believing in, in the spiritual realm. And, and, and I think, as I said initially, it's, it's more important than ever if we want to have a society based on kindness and solidarity, we need to seek the strength from the spiritual world as well. And this is what we address at the Herland Report. We also pick up a number of the other issues that the mainstream media doesn't talk so much about, uh, foreign affairs issues, uh, issues on Western cultural decay. It's a large uh, network in Scandinavia, and we reach millions yearly. In I believe in, in um, uh, October alone, we had over one million hits on our website mm -hmm. alone. 
and in addition, we do have uh, uh, web interviews, and we try also there to focus on voices that we don't, you know, that are able to provide us with some of the information we do not hear so much about in the mainstream media. You know, that's something that's pretty relevant today here in America. Um, a lot of going on and we see fake news everywhere. So I kind of want to get your perspective on that of the outside looking in because you are from Norway. So what kind of what do you see within our culture that is a disconnect from different cultures all over the world? Well, it's a problem nowadays, especially also I get back to the point with the mainstream media because we tend to have I would all would like to say some sort of a propaganda structure uh, within the Western media that tells the American public uh, things that are not in correlation with what is really happening in the world. One example is the one I just mentioned, that we tend to see some sort of an atheist outlook on the world, stating that, you know, nobody believes in God anymore, there's no spiritual realm, uh, nobody in the world believes. I mean, you, you, you've got to be more intelligent than believing in God and the spiritual world. And that's something that's a message that's being pushed out in the Western mainstream media, but once you go to Brazil, I lived in Brazil for a number of years. Once you, uh, I'm born and raised in Africa. Uh, you know, I came from Africa to Europe when I was 19. The whole of Africa, the whole of South America, the whole of the West, East uh, Asia, for one. Uh, for example, in China, soon 200 million Chinese are Christians. So China is on the verge of taking the role as the largest Christian nation away from the United States. I don't know how Christian you guys are nowadays, <laughs> but at any rate, this is the, the what we used to hear, that the Americans were like the big Christian nation. And when you look to Russia, for example, it's a very strange thing that's been going on over there as well. Once they ditched uh, uh, the Soviet Union and the atheism that was, base, was the basis for the Soviet Union, they have restructured a society now over 70% of the Russian population are Christians. So there are so many things going on. So when you have the very, very few, the elitist, I say sometimes totalitarian elites, that you do find in the Western media structures, they actually push on us ideas such as atheism being the thing of the day. And it's not true at all. Only 2 to 6% of the world population are atheists, but somehow they um, are the heads of the mainstream media. And in this way, we don't get the feeling that the whole world believes in God. Now, Hannah, I want to talk a little bit about your book called The Culture War. And kind of like the tagline for it is, How the West Lost Its Greatness and Was Weakened from Within. You know, you were going to address this a lot just as speaking now, but also in your book you address these lost values. Which value that you perceive that has been lost do you think is making the most impact on the world? Well, let me start by saying after World War II, um, there was a big surge in the Western world for new values and new ideas that could push us away from world wars to make us avoid having the situation go again that we would end up in world wars. And, and we see that we saw that in the 60s, a very strong surge against the traditional and religious values that once 
were so strong in the Western Hemisphere. Um, and then we saw the breakup of those values. And I would like to add that the breaking up of some of those issues were really good, too. I mean, before we used to have a society where when a woman was got pregnant out of, you know, wedlock, and she wouldn't even be welcomed into church. If she was a singer in the church, she, she couldn't sing anymore. And, and, and the priest would, like, push her out in the street and stuff like that, which really goes very much against the kind of uh, revolutionary view on the woman that we see that Jesus had, you know, he said, mm -hmm. the one that's clean, pull the first stone, you know, so, so, so there was obviously a kind of, let's say, a religious hypocrisy that needed to be attacked. And many of the atheists have been very good in attacking particularly the religious hypocrisy. And I address this very much in the book. So that's one of the values we do not need. We do not need judgmental Christians. We do not need Christians that only stay inside their own little congregation, only talking to other Christians, and not engaging and not being filled with love for the society which is outside of the, the, the church realm or the small Christian communities. So, so that was a correct thing to address that. But then again, it's become as though the pendulum has swung from the one part to the other part completely. And today we are engulfed in a hedonism. And we have soaring divorce rates. Over 50% of the American people now live, you know, are divorced. Very many live alone. We have a culture of loneliness. And since we don't acknowledge the spiritual realm, we end up with a situation where only half of what it means to be a human being is acknowledged. Namely, that which is touchable, the materialistic part, you know, I touch your body, you touch my body. Only that which you can touch is acknowledged. So the whole spiritual realm in the human being is not acknowledged anymore. And we see the results of that and some of the backlash of that in a soaring divorce rates, as I mentioned. We have a, a high degree of a suicide culture. Young people don't find the meaning of life anymore. You know, and, and, and so there's, there's many, we have an abortion culture, uh, and, and many young people turn to drugs. So this is somewhat I address also in this uh, a book, and the values, to get back to what you actually asked for, the values I wish to see more of in the West is, for example, fidelity, loyalty, you know, let's be loyal mm -hmm. to our spouses again. Let's turn out the turn off the pornography. Let's you know enter the marriage with happiness and 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 create something lovely in the marriage. Uh, let's uh, kindness, for example, is another quality to see each other, to really see each other, to be kind to each other across racial barriers. We see how the political system today is so divisive. Let's as Christians and as atheists and agnostics and all, let us all work together to bring back the love and the warmth into society, not to be judgmental against each other, but let's start to pray again 
and find the strength to do that which is good. I think those kind of qualities will be able to mend some of the terrifying tendencies we see in the Western culture today. You know, you talk about remedy. So a little bit in your book, you talk about how the Christian faith can unite us all, you know, whether our political beliefs, whether our a race or, or other cultural uh, things kind of impacting us. So talk about how you think these values can be restored, because we talk about a lot of these problems we're seeing and we're hearing about. So what's the solution? What do you think is the best way to restore these values back to our world? First of all, I would should suggest for everybody to read the book, The Culture War, because it will explain to you what went wrong. After you've realized what went wrong, then the book goes into explaining what could be the remedy of this malaise. And uh, the book speaks about the talks to the Christian communities and urges the Christian communities to get back into society, not only close the church door, only mingle with other Christians, be happy about the Christian music and the Christian environment, and only indulge in the type of selfishness. I call it a Christian selfishness. And I say, too, that the main reason in the book, I say, the main reason for why the atheism and why we see the lack of faith in the Western world today is because we as Christians have failed our calling. Our calling is to go out into the world, speak to everybody, be kind to the people that are outside the Christian hemisphere. We are to go to the bars, go to the parties, enter the universities, speak up, but do it in accordance to what you feel is right in your heart. Because some people are very extrovert. Some people are highly educated. Other people are not highly educated. But this is where the genius of the Holy Spirit comes in. And I would like to urge all the Christians to start listen more. Take time in prayer. Take time to listen to that inner voice. And begin that journey. And be fearless in the journey of reaching outside of the safe scope and the safe hemisphere you have in your personal little world, in your church community and all of that. Let the Holy Spirit guide you in love to go out into the world. That is something that's much needed. Thing number two that's much needed, Christians need to be willing to suffer. We live in a world that hates Christianity. We live in a Western world that, to a large degree, is in deep, deep trouble. We need more than ever. And in my book, I explain, and this is like the strange thing we see in Europe, leading atheists in Europe, such as Jürgen Habermas, leading secularists in Europe, such as him. He has come forth the past 10 years stating that Secularists and atheists have done a mistake when they disregarded the power in the Christian ethics. Because when we have ideals, look, we're not always able to, you know, uphold those ideals. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet other people. You know, don't envy others. Uh, uh, be kind. 
look around and see who you can do something good towards. Make that your spiritual journey that day. Not only to sit in church and say, Jesus, I love you, but actually to do good in society. They say, these atheists say, that once this kind of Christian ethics were removed from the secular sphere, we've seen how a culture of selfishness has taken its place. And when we all become selfish, our culture becomes cold and fundamentally cold. And what we need to bring these atheists, say, back to society today is some of the Christian ethics because it had the ability to motivate the individual to love one another. So this surge comes even from those who don't even believe. So I think a resurgence of the strength of the Christian message is needed more than ever in, 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 in the Western Hemisphere. Because after all, much of that which is in the Christian message stems from the revolutionary ideas of the radical Jesus Christ, who walked the earth. And when we read his example, we see how he said he did not come to judge the world, but to bring to the world the love of God. And whom did he help? He helped the poor. He helped the leftists. He helped the conservatives. He helped the atheists. He was good to everybody. And there are so many examples of precisely this uh, in, in the scriptures, I think that many of the people in the West today, they have not been presented to the radical, revolutionary Jesus Christ. What they have been presented to is the religious hypocrisy, double moral standards, preachers asking for money and money and money, and then they have these billion-dollar homes or million-dollar homes, gold watches and all of that, and it's, it's all become a question of money. How can I be blessed? How can I be rich? How can my family get richer? While the true revolutionary message of Jesus Christ was about how can I be filled with that which is good so that I can go into the world and do that which is good to others. This is one of the main points in the book the culture war, how the West lost its greatness. And I would highly suggest for everybody to pick up this book, educate yourself, and go out and live a life in which you do that which is good to everybody you meet. Well, Hannah, you said it yourself, the first step to this cultural restoration is to read your book, The Culture War. So where can our listeners pick up your book? You can pick the book up everywhere, actually, on Amazon, Noble and Barnes, all the different outlets in the in the U.S. Go to your local bookstore, uh, shop it there. Uh, but easy, easiest of all, maybe on the Amazon. I would advise everybody also to follow the work we're doing at theherlandreport.com and to follow up on, on many of the interesting things that are going on there. And I'm available um, in the U.S. also in the mid of January and to the end of January. And I'm available for interviews and talks. And we're trying really here to breach some of the political divisions and the racial divisions. Look, I'm from Africa. 
<laughs> I grew up in the Africa, the, the 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 world outside of the Western Hemisphere, and we have so many brothers and sisters over there too. Let's break out of this racial division and let's start to love one another again in the West, and let's do that by understanding the revolutionary message of Jesus Christ, which is very opposite. It's the very opposite of that which we often see in Christian communities. So that's a suggestion for many of the atheists and the young atheists in the U.S. too. I think that the guy, the, the what you hate is not the true belief in Jesus Christ. What you hate is the religious hypocrisy you've seen. And we all want to get away from that and to start to love one another again and bring the goodness and warmth, friendship and love back into society. Well, thank you, Hannah, for sharing your uh, very powerful message that is just so appropriate for today and everything that we're facing within our society. So would you mind closing us out in prayer? Holy Father in heaven, I thank you because you created us all. I thank you because you created every person that is alive, whichever religion people have, whichever faith they are in. We are all created by you. And in this sense, you are our Father. I ask that you, by the grace of the Holy Spirit and by the goodness that you have as the Creator, that you help us all to understand the Gospel, to understand the depths of the love needed in the world, and let us connect to you as the Holy Force in the universe and as the force that brings and the God that brings us all that which is good so that we may connect all over the world to love one another and not to hate one another. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you again, Hannah, for joining us. Be sure to check out her book, The Culture War. You can pick that up on Amazon. I'm Missy Montgomery, and you have been listening to Charisma Connection. How are you defending your Christian faith in today's liberal climate? How do you share the Bible courageously and with truth? The Culture War is a book that teaches you how to perfectly defend your Christian faith and how to face totalitarianism and atheism in your Christian walk. The Culture War will strengthen the apologetic push in the West and provide scriptural-based proof for disciplining and evangelism. Download your free chapter at www.hannenabintuherland.com slash the hyphen culture hyphen war. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.